Are you looking to improve employee engagement and retention? Do you struggle with decisions on who to hire or who to promote? I have an amazing opportunity for a forward-thinking, purpose-led, people-first organisation to work with me on the first pilot Happier at Work programme for corporates. The programme is entirely science-backed and you will have tangible outcomes in relation to employee engagement, retention, performance and productivity. The programme is aimed at people leaders with responsibility for hiring and promotion decisions. If this sounds like you, please get in touch at ifa at happieratwork.ie. That's A-O-I-F-E at happieratwork.ie. You're listening to the Happier at Work podcast. I'm your host, Aoife O'Brien. This is the podcast for leaders who put people first. The podcast covers four broad themes, engagement and belonging, performance and productivity, leadership equity, and the future of work. Everything to do with the Happier at Work podcast relates to employee retention. You can find out more at happieratwork.ie. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Happier at Work podcast, another solo episode for you. And while I previously batch recorded multiple solo episodes as well as interview-based recordings while I was working remotely in Tenerife, this is my first opportunity to be able to do it since I've returned from Tenerife. I'm actually taking some time off at the moment, traveling around Ireland, getting to know the country a little bit. And so I'm coming to you from a town in Sligo this morning. After I came back from my trip to Tenerife in January, I recorded an episode all about my learnings at that time. And interestingly, the learnings I have this time around are slightly different. If you haven't listened to that episode, I would definitely recommend that you check that out. This episode, I think it's number 93, which I would have recorded back in February of this year, 2022. Now, for the purposes of today's episode, I want to share a few of the experiences that I had while I was working in Tenerife. As I I mentioned, uh, slightly different to my experience the last time around, this time around being summertime. And I think I took for granted that in the Canary Islands, the the heat, the temperature tends to be quite similar all year round. That's actually not the case, as I soon realised when I got off the plane. Uh, It's much, much warmer in the summer. And uh, so in when I was there in January, it was hitting maybe around 24, 25 degrees on a good day. And in the summertime, it actually reaches more like 29, 30 degrees. And the weather is slightly different. It's a bit more humid and things like that. But the first thing I wanted to share today is this idea about priorities and flexibility. Now, when I went uh, to Tenerife in January, I spent four weeks there in total. This time around, I had 10 weeks in Tenerife, so a little bit longer this time. And both times I wrote down a list of everything I wanted to achieve the time that I was away. And must admit that both times or neither time did I reach the end of that list. So I made out a, quite an ambitious list. And I think part of that reason is it's a much slower way of life. It's a much slower pace of life over there. And um, maybe it's harder to get things done. Maybe I'm a bit of a perfectionist. And I like to get a lot more done than I think I'm able to do in a certain amount of time, um, which actually reminds me of this Tony Robbins quote where he says you can achieve more in five years than you think you can but you can achieve less probably in a in I think he says in a day or in a year like he he has all of these descriptions for that that means to say that if you aim for longer term goals you can actually achieve much more than you think you can but when you're looking at kind of shorter timelines we often overestimate what we can do but we underestimate underestimate what we can do in the longer term so five or ten years time 
So on this idea of priorities and flexibility, it actually brought a different meaning for me this time around. So when I talk about that, I had a list of priorities. I had a list of things that I wanted to achieve while I was there. But at the same time, I also wanted to prioritize work-life balance. And oftentimes that ended up winning out. I wanted to explore and I had the opportunity to, to explore you know, to explore the island a little bit more, to spend time doing things that I enjoy. So I did tend to prioritize those kinds of things. And this idea of flexibility sort of comes into that as well. So running my own business means that I have that opportunity to be a bit more flexible, that if there's something that is not required on a deadline, that it's not an urgent client request or something like that. It meant that I was able to, to prioritize whatever I wanted to do on a given day. Now, as I mentioned at the start of this podcast episode, I batch recorded quite a number of episodes before I went to Tenerife as well. So that gave me the opportunity. It freed up a bit of my time in the week that I would normally dedicate to podcasting. So if there's something that you can batch before you go or you can accomplish in batches when you're there, so putting a whole load of things that take a similar type of headspace or a similar type of activity and doing them all at the same time, it saves you time in the longer term. One thing that I often talk about that I'm not very good at doing myself is this idea of reflection. So actually taking time out to see what's working well, what's not working so well and what you can do to improve. Just simple questions to ask yourself at the end of a day, at the end of a week, you know, at the end of a month, at the end of a year to check in and see, well, how am I doing and what can I do to improve to help me to reach my goals? So that is something that admittedly I, quite early on, I decided I I needed, (laughs) desperately needed to buy a journal so that I would be able to record my reflections. And once I bought the journal, I still wasn't taking that time out to do the reflections. So I realised it wasn't, that wasn't the reason after all. And, you know, again, it reminds me of this idea of during the pandemic, when I saw this meme and it was um, saying that the reason that people don't tidy their houses is because they don't have enough time. But actually with the pandemic, we got a lot more time and still people weren't spending time cleaning their houses. So that wasn't the reason. So the reason that I wasn't doing it wasn't because I didn't have a journal, because I bought the journal and I still wasn't doing it. So had I been doing it, I would have realised sooner in the process or had I started reflecting a bit more strategically earlier on in my time there, I would have realised what I really needed was to have a check in or an accountability buddy. You can use websites that you can pay and they will pair you with someone. So for an hour, for two hours, uh, you can check in with someone else if you want to work on something particularly important, then you can spend that time working exclusively on that. I know that there are mastermind groups, that there are other groups that you can join where you can spend that time working on whatever is important to you. But I think for me, having a check-in and having an accountability, even a check-in with myself, which I didn't really have a regular check-in of what I wanted to achieve and and kind of reflecting back on on how that went. Um, But having that sense of accountability, I think for other people, an external person to check in and and check what it is that you're doing, um, whether or not you're on track as well is really, really important. I think in a corporate context, you will probably have something like that already, whether that's with your manager. But but just remember that if you're not having that, maybe that's something that you need to build into your week as well. 
Now, something else I found to be a little bit of a struggle, I was living with this Spanish person this time and a bit of a cultural difference there where for me, it's 29 degrees, 30 degrees outside. I'm going to have, you know, lunchtime and lunchtime for me is about one o'clock. I'm going to have a salad or something quite light, something, um, something cold. Whereas the person I was living with was having a full meal (laughs) cooked in the oven or, you know, something hot and required a lot of effort in the middle of the day. And for me, that just put me to sleep. So that was kind of a little bit of a challenge as well, those cultural differences. And then again, eating quite late at night and staying up late at night, uh, sometimes having a siesta during the day, but not always having the opportunity to be able to do that. Um, I mentioned at the start of the podcast about the heat. Now, this is not something I really had thought about or really factored in because, you know, a lot of people are saying, wow, the weather's amazing and, you know, enjoy the heat. I'm really jealous. But at the same time, I'm realising now how easy it is to get work done when you live somewhere like Ireland, where the climate normally summertime around 17 or 18 degrees. If you're really lucky and we were lucky earlier in the summer while I was still there, one day it got up to 29 degrees, you know, it was breaking records. Um, from about, about 150 years ago or even might have even been more. And um, but the heat, actually, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, Chris Flack, who was on the podcast previously as well, talking about digital um, empowerment and, and being able to manage our, our digital selves and, and kind of disconnecting from from social media, disconnecting from relying on our phones all the time. He told me that actually it's proven that the heat has an impact on your brain. So it's not just in your head. It makes you not able to think as clearly, not able to think as well either. So um, something else that that had an impact that I wasn't really thinking about. So if you are thinking about moving somewhere that's quite hot, uh, have a think about whether or not you'll have access to aircon and how often you'll be able to use that. Obviously, with the cost of living increases everywhere in the world, and that's something that was spoken about quite regularly over there as well. Although it is a lower cost of living in general, they're seeing increases to the cost of living there as well. So something to bear in mind. Another thing as well that that had an impact on me is that I got COVID again. So I got COVID for the second time while I was over there. Now, it wasn't as severe as when I had had it previously, Um, But it still took me out of action for about a week. I was still dipping in and out of, you know, bits and pieces of work that that had to be done. But at the same time, um, it it definitely had an impact. And one thing I noticed, and noticed this the last time I had COVID as well, but maybe haven't mentioned it before, but it definitely had an impact on my mental health. So, you know, I get into a spiral of something negative happening and then my, my mind takes it to all sorts of places. And suddenly, you know, like it's not worth being in business and it's not like, why am I doing the podcast? All of these kind of thoughts going on in my head. And I suppose one learning from that is to have a contingency plan as well. So if you are out of action for a week, is there something that you can do? Is there... um, do you have contingency sort of built into the plan that you have for everything you want to achieve during the time that you're there? And also bearing in mind, knowing that if you get sick, that it's going to have an impact on your mental health. And I'm not sure if it's just me, but I did read something from someone um, the other day for for World Mental Health Day that they said it had an impact. Like when they're when they're physically ill, it has an impact on their mental health and well-being as well. So definitely something to bear in mind, especially if you're shifting to a new culture, if you're trying to fit in in a culture that that you're not really used to, that your body is acclimatizing to to 
um, in, you know, a new climate, all of those kind of things are going to have an impact on your ability to be able to get stuff done, to be able to work and to be able to think properly and to have sound mental health as well. So that's it from me for this week's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed my sharing of my experience of Tenerife. Really, the the key thing for me was slowing down and learning to enjoy a better work-life balance, learning to enjoy a greater degree of flexibility. One thing I did notice was the ingrained nature of this nine to five mentality where I was working over there unusual hours, but it still had ingrained in me that it's nine o'clock, I should start working or it's five o'clock, it's okay to finish up. Whereas I think the future of work is very different, but you know, I'm more than 20 years doing that nine to five and it's really hard to shake that whole mentality. Um, But I do strongly believe that the future of work is a bit more flexible, that we'd be focusing more on our well-being as opposed to trying to climb any sort of career ladder and we'd be focusing more on our, our own happiness Uh, flexibility and our priorities have changed at work as well. So something to maybe consider, something to think about um, if you are thinking about moving somewhere or trying to work remotely from somewhere foreign, somewhere that's hot, somewhere that you're not used to, do feel free to reach out to me for any specific questions that you have in relation to that. And do feel free to get involved in the conversation across on social media. The two main places that I would be Instagram, happieratwork.ie and also on uh, LinkedIn, Eva O'Brien. Do feel free to comment on the post. Do feel free to reach out to me directly and I would love to hear your thoughts and I look forward to continuing the conversation with you. One last thing to mention before I leave is that I'm running a session with Neve Brady, who was on the podcast previously as well. We are running a session called Lead with Ease. It's for people managers who are finding themselves really overwhelmed. They're not necessarily getting the results that they want for themselves or for the team, but they still feel like they're working all the hours, but not necessarily achieving what it is that they want to achieve. Neve and I are working together on this workshop. It's happening on the 25th and 26th of October. It's run over two days and two hours on each day. Uh, Do feel free to reach out directly to me if you want to learn more or search for Lead with Ease on Eventbrite. That was another episode of the Happier at Work podcast. I am so glad you tuned in today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I would love to get your thoughts. Head on over to social media to get involved in the conversation. If you enjoy the podcast, I would love if you could rate, review it or share it with a friend. If you want to know more about what I do or how I could help your business, head on over to happieratwork.ie.